This is The Connection, a Dirty Free Hub podcast connecting gravel cyclists to where they ride through short stories about culture, history, people, places, and lands. Sarah Birch hails from Bellingham, Washington. For a decade, Sarah was a dirtbagging nomad, often living off of her bicycle and exploring life on two wheels. Today, Sarah joins us to tell us about the Read and Ride program and how you too can get connected exploring on two wheels from the places you read about in books. Welcome, Sarah. I am so glad to be able to do this podcast with you today. I'm thrilled to be here, Kara, and to tell you all about Read and Ride. I am really excited, but first, what is Read and Ride? Well, as you know, Dirty Free Hub provides more than just five-star gravel routes. We connect our cyclists with where they ride through stories about culture and history, people, places, and lands. And Dirty Free Hub's new Read and Ride program marries reading and cycling. So read a book and then ride to the area discussed in the book to experience the read firsthand. So by reading about an area and then riding to it, we're hoping you'll fall in love with where you ride. And in turn, we're hoping you'll become advocates and donors and economic drivers in those places. I love that. That's that's going to make the rides like kind of a next level. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> that's the idea. <laughs> How did Read and Ride come about? Well, so I was talking with Linda, who's the co-founder and executive director of Dirty Free Hub. We were talking about how gravel riding is about more than just cycling. It's about the whole experience. And often the most memorable part of a ride has nothing to do with the biking. You know, Sometimes it has to do with the sights you see along the way or the people you meet along the way. And Linda and I were talking about how experiences are often elevated by combining multiple interests, a sort of mashup, if you will. So as an avid reader, I was telling Linda about how I would love to cycle to some of the places I've read about in books. And Linda said, wow, you know, that sounds amazing. Let's do that with Dirty Free Hub. Hence, Read and Ride was born. So if our cyclists like this concept, we'll build it out. We'll mash up gravel routes with reading books or maybe bird watching or maybe even rock hunting. Who knows? (laughs) Something you mentioned about like the memories of cycling and the experiences, I always find that's so fun because even from things that are very small to bigger things, it's always so cool to be able to ride and then see these things because now my brain looks for them all the time and being able to connect it to where you're reading is even a bonus. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Huge, huge memory connection. Yeah. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What is the book selection for the inaugural Read and Ride? Well, so for this first book, we're going to read Big Lonely Doug, the story of one of Canada's last great trees. And it was written by a Canadian author named Harley Rustad. Oh, awesome. So mm-hmm. can you tell us a little bit how this book begins? Yeah, so the book starts out in the winter of 2011. And there's this guy named Dennis Cronin, and he's just stepped foot onto cut block number 7190. And this cut block is located near Port Renfrew in the southwest corner of British Columbia's Vancouver Island. So as a forest engineer, Cronin is responsible for surveying an area about the size of eh, maybe 12 football fields. And in mapping out the area for his logging company, 
He ties different color ribbons around the trees. Pink ribbons mark the location for logging roads. Orange ribbons mark trees that are critical to certain wildlife habitats. So as Cronin is walking this cut block, he comes across a tree that makes him pause. He notices the tree is so big that he could easily hide his truck behind its trunk. This is a little excerpt from Harley Rustad's Big Lonely Doug. Encased within the deeply crevassed bark of this Douglas fir lay enough wood to fill four logging trucks to capacity, with some to spare. If milled into dimensional lumber, 2x4s, 2x6s, and the like, it could be used to frame five 2,000-square-foot houses. At first glance, Dennis Cronin assessed the single tree and unprocessed log value at around $20,000. But since it was a Douglas fir, with its coveted warm color and pronounced grain, the tree could be turned into higher-priced beams and posts for houses in Victoria and Vancouver. The single tree could fetch more than $50,000. Yeah, so Cronin gets this spidey sense that tells him to save this tree. And so around the trunk, he ties a green ribbon. And green means leave tree. So in 2011, when Cronin is tagging the trees, this one tree is surrounded by a stately group of brother and sister old growth firs. But after the cut block is felled, the tree will stand alone. This tree stands at more than 230 feet tall and happens to be the second largest fir in all of Canada. But Cronin doesn't know this yet. He also doesn't know that the tree he is tagging, which will become known as Big Lonely Doug, will become a symbol for conservation in Canada and abroad. That simple green ribbon didn't just save a tree. It starts a massive conservation effort, sparks the writing of a book, and now gives meaning for cyclists to ride the gravel routes of Southwest Vancouver Island. So Harley Rustad's book tells the story of Big Lonely Doug, but it also tells about other magnificent old growth trees in the Gordon River Valley, many which are 15 feet wide, 15 feet wide and a thousand years old. Some of these trees were around when the Holy Roman Empire established itself as the most powerful state in all of Europe. So it's absolutely mind boggling. Harley's book tells about the loggers, the tree huggers, the indigenous people, and the communities, all which have, at times, competing interests in the trees. Here's another little excerpt from The Big Lonely Doug. Both activists and loggers are hunting for the same thing, the island's lush valley bottoms where trees of the Pacific temperate rainforest not only grow well, they grow big. There stood great value for both parties. To the loggers, each tree, if felled, represented tens of thousands of dollars in prized timber, and to the environmental activist, the groves, if left standing, could be turned into a park or recreation zone for tourists and hikers. Sarah, how, why did you choose this book? Well, as they say, the first step in conserving something is knowing it, and the second step is loving it. And it's one thing to cycle by a massive tree in an old-growth forest, it's an entirely different thing to stop your bicycle, to stand under a tree knowing its significance, and to feel its awe and wonder. 
With Read and Ride, we want you to read Harley's book to gain an understanding and appreciation for the old growth trees on Vancouver Island. And then we want you to bring the pages to life by riding the gravel roads to go see these trees. And as you meet the trees, we hope you'll feel connected to them and inspired to help save them. I love that. I particularly love that the, those two steps of first conserving something about something you know, and the second to loving it. I think that's really, really neat perspective. Yeah, and that's what we try to do with all the routes. And um, it's even more meaningful when you know an entire story about uh, the places you go to see. Yeah, it's that like that connection again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What can we expect for the gravel routes? Yeah, so many of the massive old growth trees are located down kilometers or miles of rugged logging roads. So it can be a challenge for a lot of people to access the trees. But for us gravel cyclists, these roads make our hearts sing. They're the perfect roads for riding. So as part of this read and ride program, Dirty Free Hub has created a handful of routes you can pedal to bring Harley Rustad's book to life. These routes vary in length uh, between 12 and 80 miles. They all begin and end in the town of Port Renfrew, which is the tall tree capital of Canada. The routes will take you to see many well-known trees, such as Big Lonely Doug and the Red Creek Fir, which is the largest fir in all of Canada. You'll get to see the gorgeous Eden and Avatar groves, and you'll even get to see the tiniest well-known tree on Fairy Lake. You'll ride tons of great gravel, and you'll see some really, truly beautiful sights. Oh, I am super excited to ride these. Super uh, fun. What if I want to cycle these routes, but reading the books isn't my jam? <laughs> Good question. I understand not everybody is a book nerd, so no worries. If books aren't your thing, there are plenty of other ways you can learn before you ride. We have podcasts such as this one. We also have videos and articles and even maps you can look at to see where the trees are located on the island. Oh, that's awesome. And what can we look forward to in the coming weeks for the new Read and Ride program? Yeah, so for now, get yourself a copy of Harley Rustad's Big Lonely Doug and start reading away. In the next few weeks, you can look for additional podcasts about Big Lonely Doug here on the DF Connection. Then mark your calendars for Wednesday, July 12th at 7 p.m. Pacific time. We'll be holding a one-hour Zoom launch with author Harley Rustad. During that launch, we'll tell you all about the Read and Ride routes, which we'll be releasing earlier that day. And we'll watch Salty Beard Bikepacking's video footage of the area. So you can sign up for the Zoom video on the website. Make sure to bring your questions about the book and any questions you have about the routes to that launch. It'll be fun and informative live video for the inaugural Read and Ride. So all of the Read and Ride materials are available on the website at www.dirtyfreehub.org forward slash big lonely Doug. Wow, this is exciting, Sarah. I really thank you so much for doing this today. Well, thank you for your time, Kira, and I look forward to everyone uh, seeing everyone on Vancouver Island. Dirty Free Hub is a nonprofit organization fueled by your generous contributions. Find us at dirtyfreehub.org.